Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Welcome back to the Alter Tapes. It's a weekly podcast where we look at Alter Shorts and we rotate co-hosts. So I'm Joe and I'm joined this week by AJ. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> I'm so excited because I've never had a chance to record with you before. So this is like our first introduction. I know, I'm very excited. When I saw our names together, I fangirled a little bit. <laughs> oh no, I I love listening to you and your other work. So I was just like, ooh, me? Me and Joe? Okay, look, <laughs> yes. let me get myself together. <laughs> yeah, and then we picked like the heaviest short we could possibly then go right, to right. have this first conversation about. So, folks, we're talking about The Three Men You Meet at Night. It's written and directed by Beck Kitsis. And in case you haven't watched the short, it's about a young woman named Jess, who is played by Stella Baker. And she is walking home alone and encounters three different types of men. 
the stranger played by tom martin he's the guy who drives by in the truck we have the friend who is played by baron lung and then we have the guardian who is played by walker hare that's the police officer and the end of this description is whom can she trust and spoiler alert aj the answer is none of these motherfuckers none of them at all oh my goodness just off the top from you reading that the dread and i i've watched Mm -hmm. the short i've watched it a few times still get the same dread from just you reading the synopsis Hmm. Yeah, this short is honestly so packed with atmosphere. Happy to report, if you haven't watched the short, there's the sort of looming threat of either a sexual assault or some kind of violence. The short doesn't go there, but I would actually argue it doesn't need to because you are so concerned for this woman. Right. It doesn't even need to end up capitalizing on that because you're just so terrified for her the whole time. Because it's such a common situation, like, not Mm -hmm. even, obviously, this is directed towards females, but even Mm -hmm. for, I could imagine, younger males as well. Like, for example, Mm -hmm. The Black Phone just came out, and if you have seen that movie, you know what it involves. And it's so simple for that to happen to any of us, to be very honest. But Mm -hmm. as far as the female perspective, we know this all too well. How many times has this happened? And it might not have even been at night. It could be like towards the evening, towards the daytime. We just happen to be in the sketchy area and you're walking by yourself. You have your phone clutched in your hand, just ready to go for action. Like, it's so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that we don't need a lot of details about her situation. So... We see Jess as this short opens. It's obviously pretty late at night. We don't see anybody else on the street. Mm -hmm. But she's in a relatively suburban area. We don't have sidewalks, so we can maybe assume that this is either uh, a slightly less wealthy part of town or maybe a bit of a bad part of town. But it, it looks like it could be either a suburb or a small town. And she is obviously worried like she's walking home from a party right and she's ready for bad things to happen and the short doesn't need to explain anything more than that Mm -mm. and already we're on her side it seems to me because i love that you brought up that it doesn't give a lot of details pertaining to that but i will argue that it does because it seems well you even said this you even said this we know she's coming from a party we do find that out Mm -hmm. later But something happened at that party. We don't know what and we don't need to know. Something happened at that party because you can already tell she's visibly upset walking home. Mm. Maybe she got into it with some, maybe something of this nature that she's about to encounter happened at that party. And that's what caused her to leave because off top, you might think like, okay, well, why is she by herself? Like, where where are Mm -hmm. her friends? Was she there alone? Like, right you know something we don't know what and we don't that's what i love i love when you don't tell us we don't need to know but when you're reading into you like yeah no something happened at this party for her to be this upset and just willingly walking alone at night that is fascinating because even as you said it i clocked myself and i was like no she looks upset right from the go and i thought it was just that she was 
prepared for mm-hmm. something to happen because as you said this is such a common everyday experience for women that she had maybe encountered something like what happens in the short before but i do think you're right i do think that something happened at the party to set her off because my initial reaction from watching this short was where is her friend who let her leave a party by herself in exactly. the state that she is in without saying, you know what? No, I'm going to come with you. I'm going to make sure you get home okay. Or I'm going to call you an Uber. Maybe this town doesn't have them. Who knows? But yeah, my takeaway from the short was like, we cannot let girls go off on their own because there are fucking predatory men everywhere. Everywhere. And even like, this is the worst part. And I'm surprised that they didn't, have this element i know we haven't gotten deep deep into it yet but women too women do it too Mm -hmm. sometimes they use women to lure the other females because we think that we could trust them and we're Mm -hmm. just like oh yeah i could this is another female i could trust her and whole time she's a part Mm -hmm. of it too which that would have been a whole different crazy element had they thrown that in but they didn't and it's that's okay we didn't need to but (laughs) right yeah it definitely feels like beck kitsis is trying to make a statement about there's different types of men and they're going to look different but at the core when it comes to the way that men often treat women Mm -hmm. men at certain times of the night it's like you just have to be on your guard but i do love that observation that yes like This is not a completely gendered thing. Sometimes we do have women who do this. My mind goes to the Australian film Hounds of Love, where Mm -hmm. a girl is actually abducted because she gets into a car with a husband and wife. And it's more complicated than what it initially seems. Like the wife is actually a kind of battered wife who has been dominated by her sort of serial killer husband. But that movie plays on this idea that, oh, well, if you see two people in a car, if it's not two boys, if it's a a man and a woman, then you're safe. And of course, the, the truth is that if you don't know people, sometimes even if you do, it's not safe. Right. It's just, uh, it's just, you're better off just walking, just better off. And I mean, let's talk about that because this first guy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. keep honking, I'm reloading. I, I already don't like bumper stickers as is. Like some, some of the clever ones, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's funny. You got me. But also I'm like, why did we put this on the car? We couldn't put the, I don't know where else we would put a bumper sticker, but on the car, no. But uh, yes, because that right there, first of all, he's already in a pickup truck. Pickup trucks mm-hmm. are already scary. <laughs> yeah. Sketch. Red flag number one. Here we go. Then he's whistling at you from the seat. No. The mm-hmm. automatic No. You see the bumper sticker, and smartly enough, she already has 911 on speed dial. I'm like, okay, good on you. I love that. Yes, good on you. She like, does a couple things in this short where I'm just like, yep, she knows she knows the score. And it's fucking terrible that she has to have 911 at the ready finger over call. Right. But we know that she knows, and this is the world that she lives in. And she's quick thinking along with that because as you brought up the bumper sticker, when you read it, you're like, okay, this guy probably has a gun in his car. So Mm -hmm. I really, I don't have a lot of options. I can't do too much because what if he decides he wants to pull his gun out and shoot Mm -hmm. me? I don't know if he would do it in the middle of this suburb, but people would do anything. We don't know. 
It's so true. Yeah. And I feel like there's varying degrees of dread and ominous threats of violence. This feels so nefarious to me because you don't know who this is like we will Mm -hmm. see this man's face but not until the end of the short and of course it's completely recontextualized but in this moment it's just a threatening vehicle and a man whistling and like there's no need for that we know that this man doesn't have any good plans for her he's either pulling a prank which makes him a shithead or he wants to do something and that's fucking scary yeah it's like I took him as the blatant threat, just as you see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, this is that one. Like, we already know nothing good is going to come from this at mm-hmm. all. Right. Yeah. So thankfully, nothing does. There's mm-hmm. no actual overtures of violence. He ends up driving away and just just keeps walking. And I do love that Kitsis is... She's playful with this. So throughout the short, we see that Jess is moving towards a a streetlight in the distance. Mm -hmm. And of course, by the end of the short, we'll come full circle, realize she's actually made no progress at all at getting home. But the whole thing is like, we don't really know how far she needs to go, but she's slowly making her way there. So after this dude drives away and leaves her, she's a little bit closer. And then another vehicle pulls up speeds up <laughs> speeds up I'm yeah like, what is wrong with you guys like i okay i get it because we were teens before we were boneheads we did dumb shit mm-hmm. but come on now really and then <laughs> we were we were only playing it was, it was too you don't play like just that. such a fucking shithead dude thing to say to yeah. a girl at night like no sirs absolutely not like, playing would be me about to get in the car and you drive forward as I'm trying to open the door. That's playing. That's funny. <laughs> right. But this, no, that's not funny. Mm-mm. And sure, like, we could give them the benefit of the doubt and say they don't know that she's already gone through one traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. But also, fuck you, dudes. Right. Just absolute fuck you. I've actually, I've had something similar like this happen to me. And I've told this story before um, on our podcast. Long story short, I was in college and they had sent out like warnings saying like, you know, don't walk home alone at night. We've had some like little cases of incidents happening. We just want you all to stay safe. Cool. My Mm. bonehead ass. I had a boyfriend at the time. Well, I have one now, but it's a different one. But okay. my uh, this guy I was dating in college, he wanted me to come over. He was like, I'll um, stand outside so I can see mm-hmm. you because our dorms were on opposite sides of the campus, but it was the same street. So all I had to do was literally walk down the street. Okay. I'm walking down the street. I see, and it was it was like some Michael Myers stuff. I see this shape, but I know it's a man. It's a big man. I'm like, oh, my oh gosh. God. Right, right. Instant dread. I felt like our girl Jess walking mm-hmm. down the street. My first instinct is to call the guy I'm dating. He doesn't answer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, you're supposed to be standing outside. Fucking you don't useless. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> just like a horror movie. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just cross the street because if I cross the street, I can put some space in between us because the shape is walking towards me. So I'm like, no. okay. No, AJ, no. I know, but no, I'm like, um, he's, no, he was on the same side of the street, but I crossed the street. So now I'm on mm-hmm. the opposite side of him and right. we'll just pass each other. 
So we're getting closer. We're getting closer. I'm like, let me keep my head up. Let me not be in my phone. Let me like Mm -hmm. put my keys in between my fingers if I need to. He crosses the street. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, this is it. I'm like, I'm going to have to fight. I'm going to have to fight. I'm going to have to fight. Right. And um, the shape, like, it goes past me, but he, like, has a hood on. I don't recognize him at all. I'm like, okay, he just passed me. Maybe it's just some athlete, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't hear footsteps anymore once I pass him. I'm like, bro, if I turn around, Mm -hmm. I know this isn't going to be good. I hear running coming towards me. I take oh, off. Shit. I take off running. I take off running. I get to the guy's apartment. He's not there. Why mm-hmm. was it him? It was him the whole time. He was like, I was just playing. I thought I didn't think you would. What? Wait, what? It was him. <laughs> the only reason I didn't recognize that it was him was because he had like a different hoodie on that I'd never seen before. And he like has it like all the wow. way on, head is down. Like I didn't even recognize it was him at all. Holy shit. So this is someone that supposedly cares about you. And thought it was funny. knew that you were worried and thought that this was the appropriate. I hope you fucking dumped his ass immediately. You know what? I was stupid and didn't. <laughs> You're in college, so yeah. <laughs> you know, I was dumb, but now we are no, no. This was long. He's history. He's dust. But still, it was just like the fact that you thought that that was funny. No. no. And Mm-mm. we like it. And like I started the story, we just talked about the school had just issued a little safety alert saying. Yes. So we all are aware that this is happening. And I'm like, wow, not me being the opening kill in the movie. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. Mm. One of the things that you mention in your story, sorry, in your real fucking life experience is that you had keys at the ready between yeah. your fingers. Oh, yeah. And that was something that Jess actually does in this second mm-hmm. interaction. So when she doesn't know, but she hears the car coming up behind her, she has keys at the ready. And I'll confess, I had never heard of this before. Oh, so yeah. before the short, I had, but. There was a time where I think it was maybe like five or seven years ago. So not even that long ago. I had a friend of mine. I live in Toronto. It's a relatively big city in Canada. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend of mine who was like, yeah, you know, I'm a woman living in a big city. I always have keys in my hands if I'm walking basically at night. Like if it's dark, I've got them. And I looked at her and thought, like, we're in a big city. You're constantly surrounded by people. You live in a good neighborhood. Like, I'm doing all of these bullshit male rationalizations. Like, don't you think you're overreacting just a little? (laughs) And she was like, no, Joe, I don't fucking think so because I've had scary encounters. And I tell a friend of mine this, another girlfriend, and I say, isn't that the funniest thing, like, that she would feel threatened? And she was like, I have done that in every city at every Anytime I'm out walking, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, I got clocked by two different women who were like, it is fucking scary being a woman in this world. It Don't is. tell me I'm overreacting. It is. Like, that key thing. And that was something I learned in high school. Yeah. Like, I learned that in high school. Like, just keep it tucked right in between that index and that middle finger and just be ready for anything. Because if you use enough force, you're going to get somewhere. Anything you could do to buy yourself some time, create some right? space between you two, that's what you need mm-hmm. to do. Yep. 
how to fuck her up because you need time to either get away or get in the next shot or something. But let me tell you, AJ, like, I would be legitimately surprised if you asked any man, hey, have you ever done this? I'm willing to bet that the answer is probably no. Oh, like um, those little clips that you might see like on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, any of those. And they're like asking random questions on the street. Like if you ask the guy, Mm -hmm. if a girl has her keys like this, what does this mean? They probably wouldn't know. They probably, I don't know what they would think. They probably would have no idea what that is. You're right. Yeah, it's just, it's not a lived experience for Mm -hmm. men. I mean, I'm not going to suggest that men have never felt threatened. The reality, the sad reality is probably going to be that they were scared if it was like a group of teens or someone of a different race because you're living an entitled white privileged life or something like that. But yeah, the idea that women are, are walking around at the ready because they feel like they could be attacked at Mm -hmm. any moment that is a fucking moment that men should be like hmm this doesn't seem right why why are women scared all the time of men yeah it just it's it's a big reality check and some of them will pick it up like you have and some of them won't that's the sad part some of them will just be like on the wave of yeah no you guys are doing too much i don't understand Mm -hmm. why you think you need to do all of this Right. That's exactly why. Because you think we don't need to. That's exactly why. Horrifying. Horrifying. So coming back to the short, this feels like the longest part of the short um, where she's with her friend. So she's picked up by a boy that she knows and he's got another boy in the passenger seat. And you can see the hesitation in Jess's eyes immediately. Mm -hmm. They pull up, it's two boys and they offer her a ride. She knows who these people are and she still has that moment of, I don't know if I want to get in this car. Right. Because even when I'm looking at the boys and I'm just like, okay, well... I seen you at the party. Okay, Ian. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? All right. Right. So. <laughs> you saw that I was drinking. You saw that I left by myself. You saw mm-hmm. that I was upset. Like, again, we're back to red flags. This could be innocuous. It could just be, hey, I want to give you a ride home. And yet everything about this interaction is telling Jess, uh, you need to pause and hesitate. Right. And she does. And I'm glad that she does. But she ends up accepting the ride and she gets in. And then, mm-hmm. <sighs> Mordred, mm. her phone dies. Her phone dies. Oh. And then we get this moment, right? I, I love that it's almost like, well, this could go in two different directions. Quite literally. If right. you drive through the light, then Jess is probably safe because her house is presumably on the other side. Mm-hmm. And yet her friend then turns on the turn signal. Oh, I just need to drop off this other guy first. For curfew. Quote unquote. I was like, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Really? I'm like, no. I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. he got cur, he has curfew, but no, 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 no. Drop me off first. Mm -hmm. He can explain to his mom that we picked up a girl. We need to get her home safe. I'm sure she'll be fine. I'm sure she'll be happy. You were such a gentleman, but no. And then when he's like, well, can you come sit in the front seat? No. Mm hmm. I was surprised she did it. I was honestly surprised she did it. But at that time, I think she was really just trying to just be like, okay, well, let me just take a second. Like, maybe, I don't know, because I still wouldn't have sat in the front seat. I still would have stayed in the back seat. I think one of the reasons that I find this part of the short most upsetting is because we see that Jess, she has a mind of her own. She's actually 
quite smart. Like she is at the ready throughout the entire short. And we'll see that she gets more forceful and more sort of willing to stand up for herself when she gets to the guardian, the police officer in the final interaction. But here, it's interesting to me that she does what women so often do, which is that she acquiesces because she doesn't want to upset a man. So she could say, no, I need you to take me home first, but she doesn't because she knows that that will cause a stir. And then when Mm -hmm. he says, well, why don't you come up and sit in the front with me? She doesn't say no because she doesn't want to appear ungrateful. And it's like these little things that we make women do because they don't want to be killed or assaulted by men because that's what happens when women talk back to men or when men feel threatened when they are made to feel small women know that and have to navigate it so as to not upset men because men are the true fragile fucking little babies oh this is absolutely true because perfect example when he goes ahead and she sits in the front, she's like, where are you taking me? He's like, I want to show you something. Show me my house, nope. first of all. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sir, no. If it's really interesting, how about we come back in the daylight? Exactly. Like, why are we going here now? Then you're talking about it's a campsite. Um, I watch, we both watch Mm-mm. horror movies. We know that's not good. Like, no. I'm not trying to see Jason. I didn't ask for this. You have taken me to a secondary location. I'm about to be murdered. Exactly. Like, I didn't I didn't ask for any of this. So the police car pulls up and she's relieved. We're all relieved, kind of. We're like, okay, well. cool. Something can come out of this at this point. Right. Yes. We, we hope for the best. And yet mm-hmm. we know by the name of the shorts, this is probably not going to get better. Exactly. And I was on the same way. I was like, I'm happy, but also I'm not happy because I just feel like... This is Mm going to happen. But before that does, and he's mansplaining, he's like, oh, we didn't know this was private property. We were just about to leave, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah. The policeman obviously sees that something is wrong with Jess. Would you like me to take you home? The Mm -hmm. moment she got out of the car, I was happy. But also, Mm -hmm. I looked at the friend, his face, Mm -hmm. oh, the hurt on his face. He could not believe she had the audacity to actually get out the car. Yeah, which to me signals that she was wise to do these kind of placating moves for mm-hmm. him because she clearly understood that it wasn't just the potential for violence or something like that. It was, I need to be careful and navigate for this person or around this person rather. Mm-hmm. So. This is very much a out of the frying pan into the fire situation. But initially, it seems like, yeah, she's made a good decision. Because at the end of the day, we're often raised to accept that the police are here to help us. So she doesn't feel safe with this boy, clearly. And we should acknowledge, too, he has tried to kiss her. And she has resisted. And then he tries to kiss her again. And that's when the police officer shows up. So it's like... Mm -hmm. She, at the very minimum, is at risk for being sexually assaulted. So she opts to, yes, go with the person who is being paid to help her. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't get better. Because he, and I knew it. I was like, okay, smart move. Because like you said, he's already asking, well, why don't we hang out anymore? Because Mm -hmm. we don't. Like, take me home, please. But soon as the police car comes out and she gets out, I'm like, he's going to abuse his power. I see this uh-huh. already. And the fact, and I had no idea until you said this, the fact that the character name is The Guardian, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh no, because this is nothing but driving um, what we think is to safety. He's asking her right. all of these questions like, a girl mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be with guys like these. They only want one thing. I'm like, it's you. Mm-hmm. You're talking about yourself. Like, while you're looking in the yep. mirror at her, you need to look at yourself because. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, he's just graduated to a position of authority where he gets to carry a gun and lock people in the backseat of his car. But he's mm-hmm. the exact same person as the guy that she just escaped from. If you want to, my house is um, close by. Oh, you my can God. Come calm down oh, and freshen God. up. What? Don't you love that he does it in a slightly slut shamey kind of way? Like he he makes a comment about how she's dressed because of course mm-hmm. he fucking does. But then he says, you know, you look upset. You probably don't want to go home looking like this. So why don't you come to my house? And I'm just like the levels of inappropriateness and slut shaminess and just putting the all overall. of this on women. Yes, I'm just I'm like, sir. If if you were my daughter, um, oh fuck off! And that's that's the that's the line. That's always mm-hmm. the line. If you were my always. daughter, mm-hmm. what? Excuse me. First of all, I would be terrified if you had daughters. <laughs> right? Yes. Very terrified for those girls. But I do love that she instantly, like you said, she's smart. She is very mm-hmm. smart and instantly knows. She's like, okay, no, my house is right here. Yeah. But he also knows, he's like, no, you just said mm-hmm. that you stayed somewhere else. No, I think you misheard me. Yep. Well, maybe I should talk to your parents. I love this from her because she's been smart throughout the entire thing. Like, that's, mm-hmm. I think, one of the most upsetting things about this short is that she is doing all the right things all the time and it still keeps happening to her. Yes, But I love that she says, okay, this is actually the most dangerous situation I've been in. And you can tell when he stops the car and he takes a long time to open the door and she starts to panic. Like she knows this is severe. This is really dangerous now. And she, (sighs) I feel so worried for her in this moment because it is so clear that he knows she's lying. The only reason she even gets away is because uh, he gets, he gets a call. the call. Yeah. And that's horrifying. Because just imagine had whatever this 1016 is, mm-hmm. whatever it is, imagine had it not happened. Because this seems, and we see this a couple of times in movies, this seems like had this been a situation where he did attack her, mm-hmm. I don't think the neighbors would have come out. No, no. I really don't. Like, I'm actually happy that we don't do the Halloween thing where she has to call for help or she tries to go to somebody's house and we see the light turn on, but nobody comes out. Like, I'm happy we don't do that. But the implication is clear. There is no one here to help her. Mm -mm. No one would be coming out. Not at all. She's she's literally alone. We've seen that Mm -hmm. she came in this story alone, left the story alone. Like, we just... (sighs) This could have went so many ways of wrong, but he does leave. And it's, Mm -hmm. as you said before, we have no idea how far this girl has to go, but Mm -hmm. it is early morning. She's taken off the heels. She's still walking. Mm -hmm. Families are getting ready for their daily activities. People are just looking at this girl walk down the street like, wow, what's she must have had a rough night. Mm -hmm. And we get the moment. Yep. So we see this dude from the beginning because we recognize the bumper sticker and he 
he looks like the picture of domesticity. Like, everything about this neighborhood looks different in the daylight. It is fucking white picket fences, Mm -hmm. carefully manicured lawns, like... It looks like the safest, most suburban neighborhood in the world. And yet, like, she looks like the weird outlier. She's being judged by these people who are coming out of their houses to start their day. And then there's that motherfucker giving her a big old smile like, oh, I recognize you. You're still out. I just, my mouth dropped when Uh I seen what he actually looked like. It gave, I'm pretty sure you've seen The Lovely Bones. Mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what it gave me i said oh yep. no absolutely not because this man looks like the nicest neighbor in the world mm-hmm. but well i mean not from that bumper sticker but <laughs> <That's> so true. <laughs> <laughs> looks like the nicest neighbor in the world like i'm pretty sure people probably go borrow things from his house i hope they don't mm-hmm. but things like that but if only they knew what he did when the sun right. goes down Yeah, you need to check the basement. You need to check the backyard because he's probably got the bodies of young girls in there. Something is going on that we're just not paying attention to. I love this as a kind of emotional gut punch, though, right? Like, it's bad Mm -hmm. enough seeing how people look at her. Like, it's so... That one woman who comes out with the kid. Yeah. So fucking judgy. And you can tell because Jess looks a mess, right? Like, she is visibly upset, although she has, like, kind of regained her composure. Mm -hmm. But she has obviously had a hell of a night. And this woman is shooting her daggers. Like, you slut. You young trollop. And it's... Uh, and like when you could have and i understand you have your girls it looks like they're about to go to like some type of sports activity soccer i don't mm -hmm. know something you could have been like are you okay right yes do you do you need anything no one extends any kind of kindness or generosity to this girl we are content to just let this obviously distraught young woman walk down the street and we'll just judge her about it it's the bystander effect. Now, imagine mm-hmm. if something did happen to her, which, I mean, the story ends, so we don't know. But as far as we know, nothing happens to her. Mm-hmm. But imagine something did happen to her. That lady would have been, oh, I, did, I saw that girl walking down the street and I did nothing. Oh, well, such a shame. If right. only someone could have helped her. You, right. bitch. It you was did you. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, and so she she sees this stranger, recognizes him, he recognizes her, and she just keeps walking, and the short ends. And I'm not going to say it's like, oh, it ends ambiguously, or with like a lack of climax or closure or something, but I love the decision to just say, like, this is a random night for this girl. She may mm-hmm. have more like this. Hopefully yep. nothing bad happens to her, but no, I'm not going to offer you a sense of like, She doesn't get a comeuppance against anybody. Mm -hmm. Nobody gets punished for this except her. And it's just like, cool. This is what life is for women. Don't you feel better? And I'm I'm glad on the note that that we don't see her make it home. We don't know. Mm -mm. Because the the thing about it is this can continue, actually. Just -hmm. because it's daytime means nothing. She's not any safer, no. At all, like... The people of this neighborhood have very clearly demonstrated a person could go missing under their watch and they would not notice or care. They would not care at all. Just, 
this one does a very good job with tension, with mm-hmm. dread. And yep. a lot of these um, alter shorts, but obviously this one in particular, it's the relatability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you can easily, just as I presented earlier, you can just as easily be like, ooh, I have been in this situation and I definitely know how this girl feels. And it's not hard for other mm-hmm. people to be like, oh, yeah, this is no, yep. this is serious. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the diversity of shorts that we get to cover on the show. I've had discussions about like great practical effects on low budgets and mm-hmm. you know things where you're like "Ooh, we need to tease us apart like what's actually happening because it's mysterious this is just fucking scary because it's just real life and straightforward it's so straightforward and that's what makes it so powerful like i don't even think we get any type of blood in this any Mm-mm. type none no. of, nothing nothing And yet I scrolled quickly through the comments because I wondered whether, I mean, I think obviously this hits harder for women or people who have survivors of sexual assault or uh, domestic abuse and that kind of stuff. And I was curious to see if the comments would sort of reflect that. Like if people would complain, oh, I wanted to see more violence. I wanted to see her fight back. I wanted that catharsis. And the answer was no. Everybody thinks that this short is really powerful And it's something about how measured it is. Like, I love that we don't need that blood and violence to know that this is a really fucking effective short. No, the comment section definitely passed the vibe check. And I was happy because (laughs) I know I am a comment surfer. One thing about Mm -hmm. me, it doesn't matter what platform. As soon as I see the posts, I'm going to the comments because I need to know what people are saying. I'm just curious where people's head. I I always want to know where people's heads are at because I'm going to think something. And my Mm -hmm. mom always says, you don't have anything nice to say. Keep it to yourself. Not as far as this short. But I'm right. just curious because, you know, you'll have a bonehead that's like, well, I oh, wish God. something else would have happened. Or da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. And I'm like, let me just see. Let me look real quick. <laughs> let me just none check. of that. None no. of that. I can't even say one. Like, literally none of the comments were like that. And I was actually very pleased with that. Because usually me you too. have one, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. None of them. <laughs> no, it's good because I... I mean, A, it sort of restores my faith in humanity a little mm-hmm. bit, especially after the short where I'm just like, the world is garbage, burn it to the ground. It's so nihilistic. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, I'm very happy to see that we all appear to be on the same page for this short. Just hella powerful. Oh, yeah. I definitely encourage, like, if you just sat here and let us spoil it <laughs> at maximum just because right? you want to hear our voices, which I love that. I love that. Definitely check this one out. Absolutely. Okay, well, AJ, if people want to talk a little bit more about this, or if they want to, like, I don't know, offer you counseling for your fucking horrifying story about your shitty okay. ex, um, how would they get a hold of you? <laughs> My personal's Instagram is underscore who is she. On Twitter, it's underscore but who is she because someone took who is she and uh, rude. Right, rude. <laughs> like I came up with it first. <laughs> right. But um, yeah, if you're interested in hearing more of my horror perspective on movies, then of course, you can find me at D180 Podcast. Yes, pull up. The park is open. <laughs> oh, the park is open, honey. Come get your ticket. 
(laughs) (laughs) I love that slogan, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where are we finding you? I'm pretty sure the people know, but just in case they forgot, where are we finding you? (laughs) I can be reached at B Stole My Remote, and that's the letter B. And of course, you can hear me on Horror Queers and White Ladies in Crisis and a bunch of other places. So, um, yeah. Your tag name cracks me up. <laughs> Be stole my remote. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is people who are like, that's the weirdest thing. What is that a reference to? And I'm like, it's a reference to fashion police. Because, you know, <laughs> sometimes the handles, they just don't age super well. But no. uh, I've stuck <laughs> no, with it. That, so. that cracks me up. Every time I hear it, every time I see a post, every time it just it gets me every time it tickles me. well thank you (laughs) all right well this will wrap up another episode of the alter tapes thank you of course to the anatomy of a scream pod squad network for hosting the show we will be back with new episodes next week i will not be here but you aj will be here new short new co-host very exciting um but until then women just like fucking keep doing it because clearly this world is not safe for you and i feel horrible for that but oh oh yeah look you gotta stay safe always stay alert remember you are the final girl okay yes <laughs> love that oh that's my daily mantra and i'm glad in pretty little liars it's been brought up you are the <laughs> final girl okay <laughs> so true so true Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>